home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Boom! DDT! What's up, dude? What's up? We're, we're, we're live. We're going straight from the cold coal. Oh, nice. That's old school. Yeah. How are you? Doing, doing all right. Uh, getting through getting through this week. It's been a rough week as far as uh, teaching goes. Really? Oh, yeah. Do tell. Uh, nothing. I mean... I think I just disappointed the teacher who I'm teaching with. Like, my pace in the lesson is way too slow, and I'm struggling to hear and explain corrections, like when I'm rehearsing the band. Moving moving at a snail's pace, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Huh. I mean, it's getting better, but it's, 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 it's hard as hell, man. Yeah, well, this is that's the point of the student teaching, so I wouldn't worry about it. Just keep, I mean, that's the point, to improve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think I'm living up to her expectations, so, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I mean. It's not their call, it's, it's Metro State's call, so. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, that's the point of it, so I wouldn't worry about it. Just keep keep chugging along, bruh. For sure. Sorry yeah, I was, uh. Curses, yeah. How you been? Good. I was uh, sorry I was late on the call. I so I got a funny story about uh, um, selling my van, Big Blue. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have a uh, catering business, and uh, I had an old blue, old blue beater, a real rust bucket, and uh, I uh, upgraded to a newer, nicer van. So I'm selling the blue one. So I put her up on Craigslist. And Facebook Marketplace and this fucking thing wasn't worth a shit, apparently, because nobody would pay shit for it. Wow. Like, I put it up for a 1000 hoping I'd get, like, 8 And then I put it up for 800 hoping I'd get 500 And nobody wants to pay shit. I couldn't get anybody to pay um, to offer over $300 for this fucking thing. Jesus, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It has like uh, 221,000 on her. And it's uh, rusting out, so I can kind of understand, but anyway. 
this guy comes over and uh, he wants to, he, you know, he looks it over. We take it for a spin. He's like, I don't know. Would you do 300 for it? And I'm like, I don't know. I was really trying to get five. And he's like, keeps checking it out and keeps trying to work me down to three. And I'm just like, I don't know, dude. I think it's worth 500. I'm thinking I'm going to stay stirring at five. And then he's like looking at my yard and he's like, why don't you just let me do your landscaping? And I was like, what? And he's like a landscaper. So, yeah. So he's like going through all this stuff and I'm like telling him what I want to have done. And we reach like an agreement on a landscape job to trade for the van. So, yeah. So it was, it was pretty interesting. But anyway, he started like, we did a handshake agreement. He started like three hours later, worked like eight hours, came back yesterday, worked like two more hours. And then he's here now finishing it up like an hour's worth of work right now. It's like pitch black outside. Uh, so I got, I put a light out for him, but I just gave him the title and told him to come back and get it when he wants it. Fucking thing's yours. He did a sweet job. Yeah, he did a sweet job, dude. It was awesome. He did edging all around my front of my house, <laughs> around to the side, and then he did the other side of my house, brick and mortar edging, uh, mulch, weed barrier, plants. He like, uh, dug my gutter line into the ground. It was sweet. Nice. I mean, yeah, that, that sounds like, that sounds like a win. You know that. I mean, if you're looking to landscape your yard, that's yeah, five hundred bucks worth at least, man. Landscapers charge out the ass. Yeah, no, it's a fair trade for sure. If if anything, he did a little bit more than he should have. Because yeah, I want, I only wanted five hundred to get out of the van, so I think it was I think it was total win. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that looks sick. So that's why I was late. Uh, I, I gotta check it out. Uh, hopefully it's not too snowy next time I come into town. Probably won't be in town like Thanksgiving or Christmas, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be all right. But yeah, that's why I was yeah. late. He was uh, he came back over to finish up, so I was talking to him, and that's why I was late on the call. But uh, I gotta tell you, um, it was hilarious. So I'm outside with this guy, and I keep listening. Uh, Richwoods High School has their homecoming game tonight, and. Uh, uh, yeah, all of them are on a Thursday now, dude. Everywhere. Dunlap, all of them. That's weird. Yeah, so uh, anyway, he's like, I, the, I'm, I'm walking around out there with this guy, and the first thing I hear is, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, touchdown, woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? It's like, I don't know if he's just doing that or if that was a Ric Flair or not. And then the next time... Uh, they scored a touchdown. He said, oh, yeah. So I'm like, this guy's definitely doing wrestling. And then I heard him say, uh, I don't know if they did like a secret play or whatever, but I heard him say, it's like pulling out the chair from under the cage. Which yeah, we, No, I swear to God, which I think he meant from under the ring, but I'll let it slide. But right. I, I, thought, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was interesting. I'd have to note for this that right when we were getting ready to do the podcast, the guy's yelling into the megaphone about wrestling. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. So, real quick, we got to do an update on the Chicago Bears. Did you get to see any of the game? Because I didn't. I got to stream the second half. 
Okay. So how many touchdowns did you see? Just one? Yeah. Just the one. I went back. Oh, wait. I went back and watched it later, but I wasn't only half paying attention because I was getting ready for school and shit. Okay. So how did you. I've seen the highlights. I've seen all the pretty plays plenty of times. Yeah, I saw all the highlights too. Um, so do you think, what do you think? Like, obviously, the the offense, you know, the issues aren't solved, but Trubisky, like, a lot of his receivers are pretty open, but he was hitting them, which he wasn't before. There's a couple sweet passes, but what's your overall take on uh, where we're at with the Bears offense? I'm not sold on one game. No. Uh, our buddy Adam, who's uh, really heavy into the juice, he manages a uh, uh, Wisconsin-based bar out here, and he has to deal with Packers fans, and it makes him even more of a hardcore Bears fan. So he called me Sunday night absolutely ecstatic. Like, he sounded like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He, 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 didn't, he didn't mention the word Super Bowl, but... He cut off the conversation early. I feel like if I let it ride, he would have talked himself into a Super Bowl champion team. Because he was saying, like, this is how we got to the Super Bowl last time. This is the best offense we've ever Like, he's just rifling off positives. I'm like, yeah, but it's one game. Yeah, so he's he's already comparing him to the 07 uh, Super Bowl run. Damn right. Okay, well, Trubisky's probably on the same level as old Sexy Rexy, so... I can see the comparison. I can see the comparison, but is the defense as good? I'm not sure. They're yeah, not, they not, not, I don't know. They might be close. Injury. Yep. You know, for sure. Football. Everyone gets injured every fucking day. For sure, they might be close, but I don't know if they're that close. No, I, I'm more worried about fucking trying to win the division. Which is yeah. a tall. That's a huge order for me. Yeah, he's 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 gone way too deep. He needs to take a step back. Uh, yeah. Because those seven team had the Hester effect. That was huge. We could get. I mean, it was an, having Devin Hester in his prime was enormous. Oh yeah, dude! Absolutely amazing. Yeah, like the touchdowns. Even aside from that, just amazing field position. I mean, every kick and punt return was money. Yeah, like everyone, everyone assumed he was going to score a touchdown. So anything less than that, you take it, man. And then Grossman just had to fucking hand the ball off a couple of times and maybe pitch a pass or two. Yeah, yeah, Landmark. Uh, he's gone too far, but I wish the best for him. I hope I hope they're that good, but I don't know. Ironically, I haven't pushed this podcast out, so I hope that this is his first episode he listens to. Get to hear how we're talking about him. Yeah, he better. How's yeah. he doing? Oh, he's good. Uh, got that new place and everything, you know. Good. Uh, he's settling, settled in, basically. Good. I gotta call that son of a bitch. I think he's doing pretty good. And uh, also, side note. Our uh, fantasy football league is the MMFL Mountain Midwest Mountain Football League, and we could go for a quick update uh, before we get into some wrestling. My team is absolute trash, and I'm currently uh, third from the bottom, holding down the ass end, looking like out of the playoff picture for right now. But things could change. Oh yeah, things could change. Uh, 
a heartbeat, dude. Uh, so it's a 12-team league, and we changed the format this year to allow eight teams into a three-week playoff as opposed to the traditional four teams, two weeks. So I've jumped myself from, like, I know I was in third last week, and now I'm down in seventh or eighth or whatever. So it's just—it's still so early that uh, you can you can really go any way with it, you know. Yeah, you're you're right in the thick of that middle of the pack. You're, it's just like the NFL is. There's like three quarters of the team or two two thirds of the team. The teams are just middle of the road. You know they're gonna finish with an average record and just squeak yep. into the playoffs. You're right in the thick of that. You're two and two, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of two and twos. Yeah, I got a mountain matchup with Tippy Toe this week at my buddy Jason, who yeah. uh, is notorious for not watching football, not carrying on the draft, and then not updating all season. Yep, Currently so yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, that Gonzalez kicker that got uh, waved off of, what, Cincinnati or Cle- Cleveland. <laughs> he's got a fired kicker and a quarterback on injured reserve on his yep. lineup. Yep, he usually turns into our uh, second bye, or more like an automatic forfeit victory. Uh, For sure, but, but he'll sneak a win on you when you least expect it to. Yeah, you got to, you got to, you still got to play. Yep, I'm going against. Uh, mine's going to be a Midwest Division uh, face-off with uh, Bork, which is I don't know what he Ooh. goes by. Is he a scary old man? Oh, he's a scary old man this year. Okay, speaking of Bork, um, I got tomorrow off because I'm heading to a wedding. So I'm going to go visit that motherfucker after this. And guess what we're going to be watching? Wrestling? Airborne. Oh, no shit? Yeah, he's got it on V. He's got it on DV, on, on BBC. Yep. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me all the details about that. Cause you know, you know. Ever since we saw a preview, I've been wanting to see that shit. Hell yeah! Well, maybe, maybe we'll do a segment on this podcast with Bork, and we'll give him his ass a call, and we'll we'll have him do a recap on the movies he's been watching. <laughs> Hell yeah! Movie review. Yeah, he's he's our uh, he's our movie insider, our Hollywood insider. Um, so let's get into a little bit of wrestling here. We'll do some light recaps of the week and then we'll move into the, uh, we got to do a prediction for the, for the, uh, super showdown. That's sports radio. Oh, yeah, one- that's right. yeah. That's sports radio one oh one lists and predictions. Very true. So what's your, uh, any takeaways from raw this week? Oh, yeah, Rod took the cake, man. I mean, there's uh, there's three stars that I gave it. Like three, I started three spots on my little uh, notepad here. Oh, I thought um, you were doing a I thought you were doing a ranking out of five or something. Oh no, it might have. To, uh, oh, I ranked the son of a bitch too. I ranked it a four and a half out of five stars. Okay, so you're really feeling it. I was feeling it. I was feeling raw this week. All right, so tell me your highlights. Well, in-ring action, I'd say the, like, you, you had 
pretty good action on the Hulu cut throughout the night between the Shield and uh, Strowman and crew. So they just had singles matches going on there. My personal favorite of them was Ziggler versus Reigns match. Yeah. I thought that was real badass. Yeah, Ziggler, dude's a pro. I love watching Dolph. Uh, my my note on Dolph is when him, uh, Braun, and uh, Drew get together and do the raw. You know what I mean? Dolph yeah. Dolph looks so fucking hilarious. He looks like the like you know, he looks like Braun and uh, Drew are his older brothers, and he's like ten years old trying to fit in. <laughs> Never even checked that shit out, man. Oh, it looks hilarious. And then he did another one of his fucking bomb ass boom DDTs on uh Reigns. Actually it was on the on the outside, I believe. Yep, it sure was. That was sick. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, they did lots of lots of recap, lots of pushing on that match for Saturday. Yeah. They had Dolph uh versus Reigns, as he said, then they had um Drew versus Seth, and then they had, um, what else do they have? Braun? Yeah, Braun and Ambrose. Says, uh, that was the, yeah, that was the opener. Which I was surprised, that was a really good match. Yeah, it's solid for sure. I like the way uh, Ambrose worked with Braun. Better than a lot of people. Of course, it just got ran in on and kind of ruined, so it was short-lived, it seemed. Yeah, to further that. So they furthered the story of Dean Ambrose splitting from the shield, possibly going to the um over to the dark side. When do you, when or if do you think that's gonna happen? That's gonna happen and I wanna say it's my hot take on the situation is you're gonna have you're gonna have the shield and Kurt Angle. That Survivor Series. In the Survivor Series match. That's one team. The other team is Strowman and Company and Baron Corbin. Eight-man Survivor Series. Winner take all. Shield's going to take the cake. Ambrose is going to turn. Woo! Or no, Shield wouldn't take the cake then because Ambrose is going to turn mid-match. The scorching hot and take. it looks like they have the clear advantage, like a three-on-one or something. That's a scorching hot take from you, Jeff. That's a scorching hot take. I just saw this all uh, when I was watching Raw. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, no, you're probably right. That's a good idea. I thought it doesn't always have to be five on five. I guess it is always different. Yeah, it can be whatever, man, I think. That's a I good... mean, the traditional, I think, is five on five, but they yeah. got no rules. Yeah, I like that. I like that scorching hot take. What is your... Your second star. I think I know what one Eli- of them's going to be. Elias and KO. Oh my god. The supersonics of the Oh man. boy. You want to talk about some heat. That was devilish. <laughs> that was triple six heat. That was hell. <laughs> that was hellfire and brimstone heat. I don't know if, like, am I overstating that's, like, the that's the best heat I've seen since I started watching wrestling again? You think that's possible? I, well, there's been some pretty loud Roman boos, but, I mean, just for mentioning something like that, like, a, just a quick mention of 
Seattle doesn't have a basketball team anymore. You know, and it just went crazy. So it's it's definitely the loudest mention I've heard. Yeah, for those who didn't watch, they uh, Elias mentioned that uh, Seattle doesn't deserve a basketball team, referring to the when the Supersonics left to go to OKC and become the Thunder, and the crowd. I mean, they they booed so loud and for so long that you could you couldn't you could barely hear uh, Elias and Ko talk. Like it was that loud, and they had microphones. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, it was unbelievable. I since I, I don't know. That I can remember since I started watching wrestling again, it's the hottest heat I've come across. It was it was good. Yeah. And then you yeah, got it. Just get how extended it was. Yeah, they wouldn't shut up, and you got to give Renee the props for the uh, debt left shrimp shrimp comment. Did you catch that? What'd she say again? So, do you remember debt left shrimp from the Supersonics? That was uh, he was on like. I'm pretty sure he was on NBA Live. He was definitely on NBA Hangtime. He's like a white guy with like a buzz cut look. Not like a buzz cut, but like a military uh, uh, military flat top. What level position did he play? Was he a guard? God, I don't know. Hold on. We can figure this out. Probably like a power forward. Oh, really? So he's a bigger boy. Yeah, Detlef Shrimp. Um, now, Renee's not from that area, is she? Because that, that's, that's a hell of a, oh, a shout-out. Oh, it's a badass reference. She she might have won Raw with it. I mean, and she just snuck it in there. She was like, no love for debt left shrimp. So he... <laughs> yeah, I remember her saying it now that you said it in full context. Small... Okay, so yeah, small forward, power forward. Played from... 85 to 2001. That's quite a career. Yeah, long ass career. Yeah. Drafted to the Mavericks. Um When did he switch over to Let's see. Okay, drafted to the Mavericks in 89 went to the Pacers and then from 93 to 99 the the SuperSonics. So maybe that was like his best years. Yeah. But I remember I That's remember like him from video games. Career. Yeah. And he's gotta be yeah, he's gotta be on NBA Jam though. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember him in the video games. But yeah, I thought that was my note from that. But yeah, that was amazing. That was like besides, you know, the I know what your third star is gonna be. Besides that, that was pretty sweet. For sure. So why don't you go ahead and introduce that that third pick of the night? Well, for anyone who's unfamiliar, me and Eric are both Attitude Era boys, born and raised. That's how we spent our childhood. We'd hang out at one of our persons, one of our houses, and you know, maybe have a pizza or something, or some sort of dinner, and we'd watch Raw together. Probably, probably a butcher's pizza and lots of farts. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Some ranch on the floor. Oh yeah. But yeah, so, be an attitude there, boys. You know we gotta go with the main event as the third star of the night. Which started out as a Shawn Michaels promo, just hyping up the Super Showdown match and saying that he's gonna be in his boy Triple H's quarter. Which I thought we already knew. We did know. I don't, I don't know, he's just reiterating, I guess. But yeah, we definitely knew. Okay. 
I just wanted to make sure of that. Oh, yeah. But anyway, then he started talking a little smack to Taker and Kane. And Kane was recently declared to be in Taker's corner, but I don't think we've seen Kane, have we? No. No, this is the first. So Kane's music hits, albeit without the fireworks anymore, because of 2018. Uh, we don't have the fireworks, but Kane's music still hits, and Sean's looking towards the ramp to see when when Kane's gonna pop out, and of course Kane just pops in right behind him. Of course. And he, when Sean turns around, he hits him with the right hook, and the crowd's going absolutely nuts. Yep, it was a classic Kane, uh, up from under, smack to the throat. Been doing it for yep. years. Yeah, it's it, it, it Kane. Kane is hell, man. As a Kane fan, that was the most classic hook I've ever seen. Yep. So yep. then all of a sudden, cuts to black and the gong hit. And we get, we get the blue shade, and all of a sudden, the Brothers of Destruction are at it again. You see Taker in the ring right next to Kane. And they're going for hell at high water. Hellfire and Brimstone. Huh? I said Hellfire and Brimstone. Oh, yeah. HBK is uh, struggling to get his ass up. And Taker's calling for the tombstone via the throat splash and the tongue facing out. As that happens, Dun-dun! Trying to pretty gamer. Was it the King of Kings now? <laughs> yeah, now he's the King of the... When he's corporate, he's King of the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> so, Triple H be the kids, and he comes barreling down the ramp on button in his, his, his corporate suit. Yeah, I love... I gotta interrupt and say how much I love the corporate run. <laughs> I love anybody who's gonna come from, from the pushing pencils... Ripping their ties off and running down in their fucking shiny shoes. For sure. <laughs> you can't beat that. There's always the danger of them just completely shit on the ramp, too, if they're yeah. wearing those, their fucking shiny, shiny loafers. You have those ventriloquist dummy shoes just come flying. <laughs> For sure. So, so he comes down to help his buddy, HBK Shawn Michaels. Uh-huh. They're, yeah, they're tussle. <laughs> and a uh, fight ensues, and it's a pretty fair fight. Uh, looks like HBK and uh, Triple H might fend off Kane and Taker. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get one hand of the throat from Kane to HBK. You get another hand of the throat from Taker to Triple H. And we get a double choke slam, Brothers of Destruction, straight yeah. out of 2000. Yep, that was the classic. It was. I thought it was. The, I thought it was a really good segment. And then he came. He came back, right? Yeah, they they went to exit the ring, and they looked back, and uh, Triple H and HBK started to get up again, or maybe not get up, but roll around. And they said, "No, we're not done." Classic modes of destruction. Mm-hmm. And Taker goes back in, and delivers a very a very old school tombstone. They sold that tube so well. Uh, to Triple H, as HBK just live motionless, old school tombstone, and I thought, yeah, it went over great. Kane and Taker walk out, give you the fists in the air, and they cuss to black. 
Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great, like Triple H still looks pretty fucking sick. Like, yeah, the other boys like they're old. The boys are looking gelatinous. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels is is going with the bald look and wore some kind of head wrap, which was weird. I mean, just expose it. We all know what's yeah. going on here. Um, but I mean, they all still looked. I mean, I I still really enjoyed it. But you could tell Triple H has still got some gas in the tank for sure. He looked great. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> he like you said, he took the tombstone sick. Um, but okay, so uh. With the Brothers of Destruction standing tall at the end of the go-home show would typically tell you that um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels will be standing tall at the pay-per-view. But we'll get into that later. (laughs) What'd you say? I said you would think so, but yeah, we'll save that for later. Yeah, we'll get that to the prediction. Yeah, that that was definitely the highlight of Raw. I was working on stuff for the catering biz during it. When I was viewing, and uh, that's the only part I stopped working to focus on, because uh, I knew that was coming, and that was my that was going to be the highlight of the night. So, and it didn't didn't disappoint. If you were if you grew up in that era, and if you liked those dudes, it was pretty sick. I I agree. I thought the whole raw was pretty sweet. All the matches were good. Um, I'm looking at this recap online, and apparently on the Hulu cut, we missed uh, Connor versus. Uh, Bobby Roode, and I mean Connor from Ascension. So what? what? Yeah, you heard correctly. Connor versus Bobby Roode. So if you thought they were burying Bobby Roode before, whew, <laughs> th- they got him working with Connor. And why don't you take a guess who won that match? Bobby. No. Yeah, it says Connor continued his. This is via CBS Sports. Connor continued his hot streak with the win. Uh, the small singles push for Connor is a bit out of nowhere, but let's see where it goes. So apparently, Connor from Ascension is getting a push. Did not know that. Huh. And then it looks like another one we missed is Bailey defeats Alicia Fox via pinfall. Which Bailey on the Hulu cut is completely gone, buried. Yep. Is Sasha and Bailey still even a thing? We don't know. The Hulu. The I, have no, I have no idea. I haven't seen <laughs> Bailey since what? SummerSlam pre-show. Yep. The Hulu. The Hulu crowd. We don't know what happened to them. Yep. They finally brought Kevin Owens back uh, to the Hulu cut, which is nice because we're both KO fans. Oh yeah. Yeah, finally got KO up there. Oh, oh uh, short, but he, got, he got a match with Lashley. It's all right. Yeah. One thing we forgot to mention before we move on, uh, Ronda versus uh, Ruby, I thought was, I don't know if I'm a prisoner of the moment, but I thought it was one of their best ma- one of her best matches. Yeah, it was extended again, and uh, her pacing was was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Ruby was also showing off a little bit too. I, I didn't think she was that good of a wrestler in ring, but she was showing off her skill too. So she was selling shit well as as well. Yeah, I mean the, the members of the IWC have been telling me for years that Ruby Riot's the real deal, and she is pretty good. 
So yeah, I have a new respect for that, and I thought that was Ronda's best match, but once again, I mean, it's not her best moment, but it was her best match, I think. Could be wrong. Oh yeah, a couple of new hair dyes there, too. Joining in the Carmella hair dye club. Yeah, Ruby Ryan's got a, a fresh reddish-brown hue, and uh, Liv Morgan went from blonde to pink to take that uh, stink from... Uh, uh, what, what, what's that tryout show called? What tryout show? Oh, uh, wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, the one that was uh, t- tough enough. Tough enough, yeah. That tough enough stink off her. Because she was blonde all through tough enough, then came in looking exactly like she didn't tough enough, and it didn't help her character, so I think this might help a little bit. Yeah. To live. Yep, she looks like she's okay from getting kicked in the face by Brie last week. That's good. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that wraps up Raw. What was your star rating on Raw? Four and a half? Four and a half. That's pretty goddamn well, impressive. I would give it five because um, KO's match was so-so and they focused all, basically all night on, uh, at least on the Hulu cut, on only three stories. Ronda's Shield Strowman and then the main event. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to see a little more variety, a little tag action, perhaps. Yeah. Well, I guess they did the the Bobby and KO Elias. That's that is a story for the pay per view, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. True that. All right, so let's okay. let's let's move it on to uh, the old SmackDown Live. Um, I don't know. I thought the biggest. I mean, the biggest, I guess the biggest part of this one was the Becky story at the end. Uh, Becky has a promo. Mike skills really good. Uh, she deb- she shows a, a uh, the picture from when she attacked Charlotte backstage during the photo shoot and says it should be the, uh, the uh, poster for the Super Showdown pay-per-view, which I thought was cool. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know that was that same shot that they did that promo on. I yeah. just figured it was a new shot, but that makes complete sense. I mean, it's the same exact pose. Yeah. I, I thought she was a little nervous, but she came off strong for sure. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so just to finish the segment, Flair comes out, um, starts beating, or well, originally Becky gets the upper hand because she's got the higher ground. You know, you can't just yeah. you can't just come into the ring. You're gonna get stopped. Yeah. Um, so Becky starts starts off uh, whooping up on Charlotte, and then uh, Charlotte ends up uh, suplexing her into the uh, poster. Then she gets the upper hand. Then she does a figure four um, where she drags her, kind of drags her over the ropes and hangs over the ropes with the figure four, which I never really understood. I don't know. It doesn't look as strong to me. I never really liked that. No. No, I wasn't. I like... They, they didn't sell it well, and it was a real short submission, too. They were pressed for time. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I, I agree with that. They were... Which was stupid, because the match before... All they're doing is... Like, before this promo, they had a match... Oscar uh, versus uh, Peyton... Is it Royce? Peyton Royce. Yeah. yeah, so they're pushing that match that's coming on uh, Saturday, which is Asuka and Naomi versus Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay, the Iconics. Um, 
So I don't know. They should have cut that short and gave Flair and Becky more time, obviously, but I'm sure. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? Our expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken water heater. We work on all brands of water heaters and plumbing equipment. One call does it all. Atlas Butler is at your service call. 1-800-FURNACE. Or something happened. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Flair stands tall um, before the pay-per-view, which I expected. Um but yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was a good ending. I thought that was probably the biggest thing. They also had the Milwaukee segment last night. What'd you think of that? Uh, one night in Milwaukee is that what it's called? Yeah, one night in Milwaukee. <laughs> so they went back to Attitude Era styles again by showing a hotel room type footage. Yeah. I think the last time we saw that was when Vince was cheating on Linda with Trish Stratus. You remember that? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I I mean I remember like when you remember these things from that era, you're just like, what the fuck? How do they get away? With-? I mean, I remember Trish Stratus barking like a dog on her knees oh, in yeah. front of Vince. Didn't that happen? Yeah, oh yeah, that that happened. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I don't bring it up every now and again. If, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bliss brought that up if she hasn't already. Yeah, yeah, she did have a. We forgot to mention that she had a segment on Raw. Uh, what's her little segment called? Moment, of, moment of bliss. A moment of bliss. Yeah, it wasn't just her in front of a green screen. Yeah, it wasn't too great. No, it's it a cheap ass way of them just trying to last minute hype that match. You know, just put Trish Trans versus the heel. Yeah, yeah, that's. But yeah. Get back to SmackDown, man. Uh, I'm still unsure if they're trying to push Becky as a heel. Like, it's not a full heel, but she still seems like heel-ish. And it's not working out with the audience. Like, no. I've never seen people turn on Charlotte like this. Since no. she first came into the biz and was all cocky and cheated with, uh, even before Ric Flair. Uh, what, what was that gal's name that she used to run with? Um... That Charlie's oh uh Dana Brooke. Yeah, Dana Brooke. Yep. Yeah, that that's the last amount of heat this size that I've heard Charlie get. Like when she when Charlotte ran in, the crowd was straight booing. Yeah, it's definitely like, interesting. Over Becky. Like the crowd was very pro Becky. It's definitely interesting. I uh I had that in my notes, like Charlotte's getting booed and Becky's getting cheered. I don't know if that's by design, like if they're going for like the Stone Cold with Becky, where she's technically the bad guy, but the crowd loves her. But I don't know. I mean, 
I, I just don't know. I mean, Charlotte's a really good heel, but she's not playing the heel right now, but she's getting booed like the heel. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. But anyway, either way, it's it's like, it could be the best thing happening right now. Um, like Becky says, it shouldn't be about Taker and Triple H, which I disagree with, but it yeah. should be about Becky. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as, I'm saying, like, as far as, like, the actual shit going on in WWE besides, you know, the the Taker um, Triple H thing is kind of like a novelty thing. Like, you know, it's going to be over after the, or maybe it won't be. I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do something. You know, there's rumors that Shawn Michaels is wrestling at that crown jewel. So maybe it's not over, but you know what I mean? For like the main storylines, uh, Becky and Charlotte might be the best thing they got going. Yeah. No, it's somebody texting me. I forgot to put my thing on silent. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, because on my end, it sounded like you just interrupted with a real loud toot. <laughs> no, I'm getting, I'm getting the text. Gotcha. Um, what was I about to say? What were we talking about? So I think we covered I- Becky and Charlotte, unless you got anything else on, on that. No, no, I'm, I'm just excited to see it. Oh, yeah. The other thing that's going for WWE is uh, also on SmackDown, which they hit on at the top of the show very briefly, was uh, AJ Samoa. Yes. Yeah, that's sick, and that's going to be a good match. Yeah, that was funny. AJ was in his living room being serious. <laughs> Super serious. I'm not leaving my house. Yeah, until I get confirmation that AJ's on a plane. To Australia, so, um, I w- I mean it's been good. It's been a lot of outside of the ring type stuff, but I think that's been good too. I agree. I think it's, I think there. Do you think it extends past this? Because I think so. Well, what's the stipulation at uh, Super Showdown? Yeah. What type of match? Let me double check, but I don't. I think it's just one of the. Hold on. I know it's not a straight up match, but I forget the stipulation. But I, I, I don't think the stipulation will be hardcore enough to. Uh, oh, end, it's in the feud. So yeah, I think I think the feud will continue past this. It's a no D, no count out, no DQ. Must be a winner. Remember, they keep saying that. Must be a winner. Will there be a winner? We'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I like that to you. That's that's radio one oh one. Yeah. This isn't a radio, but it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um the teaser. So uh the only other thing I got, oh Milwaukee. I like the Milwaukee segment. It looks it looks pretty clear that he you know, that Lana just said like I want you to get the groceries or something like it doesn't look like it's really just like I want you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's clearly <laughs> cut off bitch. That's the that's the best thing about it. Like, am I supposed to believe that? <laughs> and and um, English tried covering up. He's like, I had to cut it out there due to legal obligations. Yeah, he's talking about something that DDT's or I'm um, sorry, uh, TMZ. Yeah, seriously. 
I like I like how he's uh, when the camera first started rolling, like they 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 disguised him well, like uh, pretending that he's uh, practicing his lines for the for the night. You know? Yeah. No, it was a good idea. He's workshopping lines and like workshopping yeah. melodies in his room, and all of a sudden, knock knock knock. No, overall, I thought it was sweet. Like, I think he's coming out like. Like I said last week, I believe, when he came out with the vaudeville villains, like, I wasn't too sure on him, but now I'm starting to think that this dude could be something, like, he's he's finding his way as a heel, uh, Aiden, so I think it's, I'm, I'm all about it, I like it, I like Aiden English. Oh yeah, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to call him a future champ or anything, but he's definitely got some mid-card potential. I think he's, uh... I think really like, more at this point than Bobby Root. Oh yeah, I don't know what they're doing with Bobby. They're just straight burying him. But uh, I think Aiden, like I always said, is going to be a good um, manager. Like I like him on the outside. I like him riding the the uh, ring apron, yelling, wearing suits. Like I, w- I just want to see him be that guy. Yeah, I was gonna say like, what? How's his in ring ability? I don't really recall. Like, I know it's decent enough to be on the show, but... Yeah, it's fine. I've never... It's never, like, stood out to me, but it's good enough to, to work. But, yeah, I think he's I think he's a better mouthpiece and manager. I think he could be really good at that. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, that was a solid promo overall, for sure. And then, uh... He just had, uh... Aiden walk off and Rusev chase him into the back... And never to be seen again. They're probably still chasing now. Yep. It's the game. And a lot, For a lot sure. of sitting there getting uh, politely booed by the crowd. Yeah. Some <laughs> disapproving fans. Oh, I have in my notes that uh, Lana's accent is permanently gone. Uh, they they pulled a little sneaky on us. All of a sudden, Lana doesn't have an accent. They just did away with it. Bye-bye. Yep. Yeah, and I like... I wonder how long ago this Milwaukee incident is supposed to happen because that's what I was thinking at the same time. Like, she should have had an accent, and also, she looks exactly like she does nowadays. Like, this was clearly filmed this week. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 At at least, like, get a haircut after you do that so it doesn't look like you in ring and you mirror image on that video. Yep. I don't know. I, I'm being picky. No, I know what you mean. That's just that's wrestling, but uh, it was definitely clear. But like you said, I thought it was a cool idea. They had him like uh, pack, practicing in the hotel room for the night. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, assuming it's it, it good. I'm assuming he writes some of that stuff, so that could be kind of what it's like. Uh-huh. I don't know why he had his shirt off and he was standing up in front of his bed, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's one on one, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think those are the three big ones: Milwaukee, um, Becky, and then AJ. Besides that, uh, the art. I just keep thinking like our truth is better at wrestling than I ever thought. Like he does Frankenstein's, like uh, like Scott Steiner used to do. Have you noticed this? Where he like throws them off the ropes. And, like, it's not a Frankensteiner off the top rope. It's just throws the guy off the ropes. And when they come back at him, he jumps on their shoulder and does, like, a Hurricane Rana. Yeah. 
little Rey Mysterio type shit, right? Yeah, I mean, if you look at, if you've never seen it, and it's just odd, but Scott Steiner used to do those. That used to be his finisher. Steiner would get on someone's shoulders? Yeah, isn't that weird? This fucking, I'm talking about Scott Steiner. Yeah. Back when uh, him and his brother tagged together, that was one of his moves. So, are you talking like WCW, even as their first in WWF? Both. Uh, okay. Yeah, because when, when he got to WWE, pumping roids, I mean, riding solo, he, he wasn't he wasn't doing that shit. No, not that era, like their first run in WWE. Which, that, that, that latter era in WWE was my first exposure to Big Papa Pump. Yeah. So, I yeah. love I loved that. It is weird to think, but yeah, that's that was I I wrote that down. Like R Truth's solid in ring, and I actually like uh, Carmella with him a lot. Um, she has some redeeming qualities. Like she's not good in ring, but she's pretty good on the mic, and I think she kind of wore out her heel work, which was good. In all honesty, it was pretty good, but. Uh, I think for to have her do something like I don't know I like them together for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. But um, I could have done without her in ring. I yeah. mean, I get it with Vega on the other side, but uh, yeah, because Vega like, she's I, not I, very I good either. At first, it was just going to be a single match. I even wrote that down in my notes and I had to cross that out. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I liked them as a combo. Uh, was Mella ever a face um, in WWE, not NXT, but WWE prior to this? Or has uh, she been riding heat the whole time? I'm trying to remember what she did. Because when she came, she didn't come up with uh, with uh, Big Cass and M- No, she didn't come up with them, right? No, she was in NXT with them. But yeah, they split when they came up. Yeah, I don't know what she was before... That's a good question. I don't remember. Well, she, she she had the moonwalk. I think she was trying to catch a little Bella vibe, Bella Twins vibe, but uh, yeah, just never never really popped or something because she she was buried before she became that strong heel and took her title run and shit. Money in the bank. Yeah. Well, so I guess she had Ellsworth, so yeah, she's been doing that for a while. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what I was getting to was I, I I do like her at the face, and our truth's a perfect companion for her. Like she she's uh like even with the entrance, she fits in nicely. What's up? And she she leads the crowd with a response. You know, what's yeah. up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, like our truth's kind of like a comedy act, but you you kind of need that in a show, so it works. Also, how classic wrestling. Uh, so I think our truth did like expected the TV to cut out, cut the commercial a little earlier. But he he went to the classic. Uh, I can't rap. On, I, I can't freestyle. So I'm gonna go with Lottie Dottie. We like the party. <laughs> did you hear that? Like, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that, but I could see that. I thought that was pretty funny how he just, he's going to pop off uh, some Snoop real quick. Yeah, I could totally see, I didn't catch that, but I could see it. 
Was there anything else? Ty Dillinger and Randy Orton had a match, but it, I don't know if it ever even started. Uh, no, but what what exactly was being tortured there? His finger? Yeah, it was stupid. He like put his finger through the uh, like this thing up over by the uh, turnbuckle, and then yeah, was, the heart on yeah, the turnbuckle. Yeah, whatever. acted like he was like bending it back, but you could tell he really wasn't doing much damage. I thought that was kind of stupid. Yeah, it really was. Like compared, like it's just a cheap knockoff of the Hardy earful. So. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to find ways to keep him looking extreme, but it's harder when you don't have ear holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think that does it for old SmackDown. We got about ten minutes left, so we should probably cut to the old prediction show. Cool. So we'll go right down the card here. Um, do we have any? Do we have any hot music for this prediction show or anything? I could try to come up with some... Oh, I forgot to mention that. So, uh, you haven't heard it yet, but we got new intro music. It's pretty sweet. It's by a song by uh, Cats in the Bath that our buddy really? that our buddy Andy sent us. And it's sick. You're going to like it a lot better than that sh- fucking bullshit, unlicensed music we were using. <laughs> yeah, and uh, our buddy Jason, Texas Tan Man, uh just got back from Europe. I haven't talked to him yet, but he's offering to do some music for this, so we should be getting a nice array of music here shortly. Hopefully. Yeah, we do need some under some music to go under these uh these predictions. Yeah. So we'll go right down the card here, and I don't know what order that Wikipedia puts these bad boys in. I don't know if they think this is I don't I have no idea what order this is, but we'll go with this. So, the first one we got on here, Triple H with Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker with Kane. Who do you got? So, I still reserve the right to change it on game day when we're watching the pay-per-view for my card, correct? Yeah. I mean, for show predictions, this is a show prediction, but I just want to clarify. Oh, yeah. We can change them. Cool. Uh, I'm going Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, I'm going Brothers of Destruction on that match. Yeah, I am too. I'm not. I'm not sticking with the. Uh, uh, they stood tall, so Triple H and Shawn Michaels win. I don't know. I just. I. I think, with the Undertaker, such a you know such a big draw. Um, yeah. I. I think I'm. I agree. I'm going Taker as well. Exactly. You don't bring Taker back to lose. I don't care where he is, yeah. Australia or America. I agree. And you think it'll be clean? That's that's iffy to me, but uh, if I were to guess, I would say yeah, clean. Yeah, maybe a little bit of Tom fuckery with Michaels and Kane, but for sure, Tombstone will probably put him out. Um, actually, that to be the main event of the night too. You got that as the main event? Oh yeah, with how much they're hyping it, uh, like what's gonna go above it? Charlotte, Becky, AJ, Samoa. You know, I'm not. I don't feel anything more no. than I feel that. I think the but only. Th- I think the only thing that could would be Charlotte uh, Becky, but I don't think so. Um, next, they got Lashley and Cena, okay, versus Elias and Owens. Yeah, seriously, we didn't even touch on that. <laughs> yeah, Lashley and Cena versus Elias and Owens, which you haven't seen any of Cena to build this. Um, I will go. 
I guess I'll go Cena and Lashley. Oh, of course. Yeah, I just like they'll try, they'll try to walk out and just leave. That then that won't work. So then they'll they'll resort to some rough shawl. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. I could also see since there's like not much build at all, and since Cena's there, I could also see that uh, you know Captain America Cena rises to victory and you know saves the world. Oh yeah. Yep, does a few push-ups. Yep. After that, we got Daniel Bryan and The Miz. This is a big one. Uh, your pick on this one. Is this a straight single match? Yeah, but remember, it determines the number one contender for the championship. For, like, the Sm- the WWE championship, the SmackDown one, AJ's. Oh, shit, that is a biggie. Um, I guess I'm going to have to go Brian. As much as I hate him, I think they'll probably give him this spot so he can get on a title run. Has he ever been a champ? He's been a champ before, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm I gonna... think they'll give him the belt again eventually. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to go the opposite. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No problem. I'm going to go the opposite for the same reasons. I'm going to go the Miz. Miz gets the title. And then Daniel gets the title off the Miz at uh Oh, that's that's a hot take. Wherever. But yeah, I think I think they want to keep building the Miz as, you know, heel asshole that keeps stealing it, stealing it, stealing it, steals his way to the top. And then yeah, and then totally. the underdog hamster comes and wins <laughs> it back. The under hamster. The under hamster. <laughs> so I'll go the Miz. Um, next up, The Shield versus Braun, Dolph, and Drew. Like I, like I said earlier, I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, well, no, that, that was going to happen at Survivor Series. Excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Shield's going strong. Really? It's going to be an iffy spot with Dean, but I say Shield's going strong. Okay. Shield sticks together. Brothers stick together, whatever their damn motto is. Yeah, I was going to say... I was going to agree with your hot take, but go the opposite with Braun, Dolph, and Drew winning just to kind of ruffle ruffle the shield up a little more before this thing falls uh, apart. That makes sense, but they could always do that at Crown Jewel or before Crown Jewel as well. Oh, yeah. They could do it. That's I, I, a toss-up. I assume up. the next normal pay-per-view is Survivor Series, right? By normal, I mean United States, like n- nothing... Yeah. Nothing abnormal about it. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going Shield and you're going uh, Strowman and Company. Yep. Next, we got um, the Bella Twins and Rousey versus Riot Squad. Christ Almighty. Yeah. Rousey and a sandwich, let's end it. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be Rousey and a sandwich. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Get yourself a, make yourself a peanut butter and jelly. Old ham and Swiss, turkey and cheddar, whatever you got to do. Make some popcorn, grab a beer, <laughs> take a piss, because nobody wants to see that. Next match. Uh, I, want, I want to see Ronda, but you, you just know the outcome. Yeah. 
Yeah, and no. just the Bella Twins. Ooh, I don't know why I don't like them. I don't, though. I'm sure they're good people, but I don't like them as wrestlers. Nope, nope. Uh, AJ versus Samoa. This is another one we're excited about. This is no, no count out, no DQ uh, for the WWE Championship. Another title match. You got to think that... Is it my pick? Yeah, yeah. You got to think that AJ's going to drop this to Joe eventually. And we keep thinking it's going to happen, but it keeps not happening. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I've, I keep picking AJ and I keep being right, but it's going to happen sooner or later. Uh, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to stick with AJ. I don't think it's going to come soon, but maybe not this one. That's good because tradition keeps going. So that would go Joe. I think you might get it this time. They got to find a way to keep it going. And like you said, it must be a winner. That's true. Yeah. You probably will win that pick. I I think Joe could win dirty with some, uh, more mental torturey of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. You might win that one. Um, Plus, I like the Samoans. <laughs> Samoa. They got the Samoans, man. Hell yeah. They need to get more and more love to the Samoan wrestling. The Samoa drop. Hell yeah. So, next up, we got one that we don't know about. Cedric Alexander versus a guy named Buddy Murphy. First time I ever heard of him. Uh, we don't watch, or I don't watch, uh, 205 Live. I don't think you do either, do you? Nope. Not unless I accidentally fell asleep during, uh, SmackDown and it pops on. But usually NXT gets the cake there. Yeah, I knew Cedric Alexander was the champion, but I did not know about this Buddy Murphy guy. Uh, for shits and gigs, I'm gonna take Murphy, because I know Alexander's been a champion for a while. Nice. Yeah, I'll... I don't know shit. I'll just take the champ and take the retaining of the champion's advantage. There you go. Uh, eighth match. Looks like there's ten matches on this card. Number eight, uh, the New Pick Day. <clears throat> the New Day versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus for the titles. I can go either way. Yeah, I'm gonna... When did they win these titles? Recently. Yeah. I want to say someone slam. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the. Is it my pick or yours? It's yours. I think I'll keep the new day rolling. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go new day as well, man. No, no reason to give it up this prematurely, but I, I like the feud they're building. Yeah. Where the hell have the Usos been, by the way? Oh shit! They took a vacay. I didn't. God, they're good at sneaking people out. Yeah, I, I just realized the Usos were gone right as I was making that pick. I think the writers of like the the greatest accolades you could say about WWE writers is that they can sneak a, sneak people away for vacations, and you just don't yeah, even they notice. Just distract you with another sideshow, and then you just don't even notice. Because I love yeah, the Usos. Sparkles over here. <laughs> yeah, I love the Usos, and I didn't even notice that. Um. So, ninth match is the Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Who you got there? Oh, that's a tricky one just because they're on home turf. Iconics. 
Australian zone. Ooh. So they're going to get some pop. I didn't even think of that. Good oh, thinking. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, I think that's the only reason they made it on the card. Like, they were an early match on the card, I thought. Yeah. That's good thinking. Um, so, um, I might, I might go with the Iconics. No. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go with the Iconics there. I'll go with the Australia Zone. Just get some nice pop in the crowd. All right, I'll stick with Oscar and Naomi just for veteran status. Nice. Um, and then the tenth match of the card: Charlotte versus the champion Becky uh, for the WWE Women's SmackDown Women's Championship. And I'm gonna go. I gotta. I gotta think Becky retains here. Oh yeah, it's just a, it's a straight match. Yep. And this is like what the uh, rematch clause match. Um. I assume. Yeah, she won it off of her at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. So this is like an yeah. implied rematch clause. They haven't really spoken of it, I don't think. But. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna. Uh, go, yeah. I'm sticking with Becky. Yeah, I'm going Becky Balboa for sure, man. Yeah, the heat's the, the not the heat, but the the pop is too good. The whole thing's working too good. I don't think they'll change it yet. Yeah. But although I think this this Becky Lynch chasing a title is really good TV too. So they might give it back to Flair before too long, so she could chase it. I could see that. I could see that happening at that women's pay-per-view. That's that's on the horizon as well. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they would, because they treat Charlotte Flair like she's you know the greatest woman's wrestler ever. So I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that should do it. That's the wrap. Um, this thing is airing. Did you catch the time on this sucker? No. You didn't. Oh wait. Oh, you you talk about the. I thought you were talking about how long we were going on this show. Uh, no, uh, Super Showdown, yeah. Are we watching that live or what? At, at 3 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a dry joke. Yeah. No, I don't know when the hell. The gay show sound. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when the hell we'll watch that because uh, John, uh, or my buddy John invited me to this like UFC watch party. And, uh, oh, Conor McGregor. Yeah, and he's he only has a a couple spots, you know, in his living room, and he invited me, so I didn't want to, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I didn't want to be a dick because he, you know, saved me a spot, so I was like, cool. So, uh, or what are you doing Saturday? Are you free during the day? Yeah, I could I could make time whatever during. Yeah, I could probably make time whatever on Saturday. So we could do like a daytime viewing. Yeah, yeah, I'd be done with that. Okay. Yeah, it's just nothing but college football out of this apartment that I don't like watching. I fucking hate college football. Yeah, I mean, I have Sunday off too, so I was going to say that, but then we'd be missing football. Oh, yeah, we're missing precious fucking football. Yeah, although the Bears, they don't play this week, do they? No, they they do have a bye, so that's always an option if if need be. Yeah. Like if uh, I'm busy or you're busy. Yeah, we'll see how Saturday goes, but uh, hopefully during the day we can watch that and then we can recap that at the next 
the next podcast, which would be episode five, I believe. This is episode four. Um, hopefully, uh, I believe this is three. This is three. Oh yeah. yeah, this is three. You're right. Cool. Yeah, I'll try to get this up uh, either tonight or tomorrow morning before I leave. I'm going to a wedding, um, a Friday wedding, so I have to leave town at like 1 p.m. tomorrow. So hopefully I'll get this up tomorrow morning, and uh, and then I'll call you. We'll do another one on Thursday and recap the Super Showdown and the and the the week of wrestling that was. Sweet dude, uh, real quick, thirty second Bulls update. Bulls fans, preseason is begun. <laughs> Bulls are two games into their preseason, sitting at a meaningless one and one. Our budding star, Lowry Markinen, is out, I believe, five to seven more weeks with an elbow strain that he strained in practice. We haven't seen him yet in preseason. He should be back, I don't know, was that November, December? But um, Denzel Valentine is also out temporarily, but that's not as big an issue. Carter Jr. is looking swell. Levine can score. We have an issue defending. I only caught the first game of the preseason. And the Bulls beat, uh, who the fuck do they play? Oh, the Pelicans in Chicago. And although the Pelicans gave up at the end and sent in the C-Squad, the Bulls uh, remained victorious on that night with uh couple people posting about 21 points on their ass. Zach Levine, Bobby Portis, and Antonio Blakey. Last night they got killed by the Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. And I watched the game. That was an excellent update. I'm going to have to make some imagery for you for uh, the Bulls update. And yeah. side uh, note, side note, I did uh, catch... catch a recap on that uh, Milwaukee game and whoo! That sounded fucking rough. <laughs> did, did you watch it? We're all trying on the job, huh? No, no, I didn't watch it, but I caught, I caught the score in the third quarter, and then I went and like looked at a, the game log, like look at the chart, how the points work, the spread, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it just it went south. It looks like uh, in the second quarter it never recovered. No, they were down thirty at half. Um. God, they played. I mean, they didn't play any defense, and people were getting posterized. It was bad. It was real bad. Yeah. Fucking yeah, that's what I imagined. Uh, what's his name? Antetokounmpo. We'll call yeah, him. Giannis, uh, yeah, Antetokounmpo. we'll call him Giannis. Man, he posterized somebody. I mean, it was ugly. It was an ugly night. Wait, uh, which ball do you remember? No, I can't remember. I saw the replay and I was just like, holy shit. Nah. That's embarrassing. Oh, well, that happens to a rebuilding team. Yep. Remember, this is only year two of the rebuild, so don't set your bar high at all. Cool. They make the playoffs, that's a win. Hell yeah. Well, well, thanks for that update, bro. I got to get you some uh, imagery for that bad boy. Hell yeah. We got to figure something out for that Bulls update. All right, dude. Sure, dude. All right, well, we're running on. We're running out of time here. Um, oh yeah. So I will hit you up when I got this up, and then we'll get together and do this son of a bitch again next Thursday. 
Sounds like a plan, man. And uh, I'll talk to you this weekend about watching the Super Showdown. All right. Peace. Night, night. Night, night. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? One call does it all. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.